0: Damn right. Hope everybody is having a good Friday. Friday headed into baseball season. If you're a Longhorn baseball fan, college baseball fan, always some good stuff there. First weekend without the NFL in a while obviously college football has been gone for a little while but oh there's football don't worry there's football i'll continue to try to get you into that xfl mood at 12 45 we got a lot to hit today it is chad and zay on this friday i'm chad hastings joined once again by isaiah collier zay what's up chad what's poppin
1: happy friday everybody Feeling good today? How you doing?
0: I'm doing well. I see a look on your face that I did not see a couple days ago. It is the look of a man who knows appetite for destruction top to bottom. It's changed your life, I can tell. Definitely changed my life for the better. Yeah. Felt like a metalhead. Just like listening to uh, way more Method Man and ODB than I thought I would has changed yeah. <laughs> me. I'm a changed man. I'm a changed man. All right. It is uh, Chad and Zay on this Friday, if you missed our discussion uh, about those albums yesterday, uh, I listened to we, we did our first album swap segment, if you will, and it is on the YouTube page. If you want to subscribe to the YouTube page, youtube.com slash at the horn Austin. They separated that discussion for you. Uh, I did I listened to the Method Man's Tacal album. Zay listened to Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses. We're going to get into that each week, and uh, we're going to start it off with kind of you know swapping albums, if you will. Albums outside of our comfort zone, but albums that we're interested in because the other one recommended them. Zay has recommended the individual Wu-Tang Clan albums, and I've recommended a couple to him. My wife has recommended a record that he's going to listen to next week. And later in the show, I will announce... My daughter's choice for the album Zay needs to listen to. And oh my God, she went full-on music snob on Zay. And we'll see if he's heard this album or not. That's coming up a little later on. We've got to get to some Texas basketball updates. First off, the Right Call segment comes up at 1230. Zay's going to break down Texas basketball in a must-win situation, especially if they want to get uh, up in that high-seed discussion. they got to beat OU. Can't lose to a... What are they, 3-10 and in conference? Yeah, but they're a dangerous team still. They are dangerous. We've seen it a couple times. Zay will get into that at 12.30. We've also got Chris Beard's statement. We told you, probably a media dump late Thursday, early Friday. Yeah, he did that. We'll tell you what he said. Get into some other things uh, today, too. We're going to have a lot of fun on a Friday. But apparently we need to start with uh, maybe some not fun. Zay, you have some sort of complaint, rant, uh, statement that you need to make to the people?
1: Yeah, man, your boy just got done getting the fresh cut. Next week's playoff week for your boy, mm. you know, Roger Wallace. It's going down. KBVO. We got Butler Johnson and Griff, which we'll be talking about in our flex segment mm-hmm. an hour from now or so. So I'm, I'm right. My man Manny got me right. You look tight good. Pay. Appreciate it. Looking tight. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. And you know, inflation's hit everybody hard. Everybody. Sure. From eggs to milk, and especially haircuts. And haircuts aren't what they used to be, Chad. Back in the day. They've gone
0: up too? Oh, yeah.
1: Back in the Uh. day, you just give your barber a 20 spot, maybe a little tip, depending on if you're cool with your barber or not, and then you be on your way. Mm -hmm. Now we're paying around 35 and up. Which, you know, I get it. And everybody got to deal with inflation their own way. I get it. If you got a good barber, he deserves that. Man, he's a good barber to me. I appreciate him. It's been 10 years of successful haircuts with me. Mm -hmm. I don't have to deal with my pops' homemade barber cuts just because we're trying to save a coin back in the early 2000s. Ain't got to deal with that no more. Mm -hmm. Pop's making my own money. so I got to afford a haircut. Yeah. But Fab Five Zone, Jalen Rose one of the best college basketball players on one of the best teams and most memorable teams of all time. No doubt. Has gone out and said that haircuts should be paid minimum $100. What? $100. He said that out loud? He said that. I got the clip right here. Cool. We're going to play it so I don't get nothing mixed up here. Okay, go ahead. Check it out. All right. well, first <laughs> off, the minimum you're supposed to be spending for a quality barber is $100. I'm here to defend the sanctuary... That is called Barbers and Beauticians. You know, so many guys and people out there think y'all going to show up and get a fly haircut and y'all going to spend $35. Y'all going to go to the end of the line. Y'all going to hit up y'all barber. They're going to send you to the voicemail. you will going to have a 1 o'clock appointment. You're going to get there at 1 o'clock and somebody going to be sitting in a chair.
0: Wait wait a, second, a C-note for a haircut?
1: A C-note for a haircut. A hundo okay. for a haircut. Minimum. Okay,
0: let's start right with the source. You just like I have. You've been watching basketball a long time, and you remember. Were you old enough to remember Fab Five? Um, not really, but what, uh, visions I, of it. You maybe know, I,
1: I know my history. I've seen a lot of documentaries, watched a lot of film, and is
0: is whatever previous J- games is whatever Jalen Rose is asking for in a barbershop over the years. Is it that complicated? I. It's never felt complicated to me. That's why I'm asking.
1: It's it's complicated. To okay. Get your, yeah, it depends on the cut. Like okay. the cuts that Jalen Rose gets, he always has a tight lineup. It's okay. all, he's always had a pretty
0: So you're saying you got a crisp edge up and fade. So you got to get somebody knows what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. Um yeah, that's that just sounds exorbitant. And so you said you just paid $35 what he said. You can't be paying that and it was very efficient. He was right on your number. Right on my number. So you're like 35 that's with tip. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm playing a little more for tip. A little that, more for tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 35 plus tip. Plus tip. Okay. The last time, now in 2011's when I started shaving my head, started saving that money. Um, and then I've been that way. I've been this way, short, short, ever since then. And I take care of it. But when I paid, last time I paid for a haircut, 28 plus tip. Okay. Something like that, around 30. Yeah. Kind of same neighborhood. Maybe 30, 35 if I added it all up. So I need, we need the people. To let us know what is going on out there, is somebody out there paying a hundred? A guy is a guy with a regular haircut, not not nothing crazy. Are y'all paying a hundred bucks for regular
1: haircuts? Yo, I used to get a haircut twice a month. I don't do that no more. It's once a month. I'm married. My wife knows what to expect. I ain't got to impress nobody. I ain't out on the town, 6th Street, West 6, rainy. I ain't doing that no more. So I don't, I could be a little rough sometimes coming in the studio. Plus, me on radio, radio face. Sure. It's perfect. But, and we ain't got no Jalen Rose money either. We ain't played 15-plus years in the association. And Jalen was
0: getting paid. Yes, Jalen, you were yeah, back tough. in Ann Arbor. Somebody said, maybe in New York or Cali. This is Texas, this is man. Texas. Somebody texted us, Fort Drum Active Army. 2007, I was paying $4.75 per cut. <laughs> Good enough to defend the nation, Jalen. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I would shame ho- on you. I would hope you can find a five dollar haircut, but that's crazy. Me- don't make it a minimum of a hundred. Uh, somebody says it's sixty to seventy bucks for a haircut and beard trim at most spots now. Ooh. Sixty to seventy. But At least I'm getting a beard trim. At least I'm getting a beard trim with it. I got cleaned up too. Again, that's
1: why I love Manny. Thirty-five. We go okay. back. Shout out to he Manny. Might, he might have raised it up for certain people, but. So let's also for mean for let's also
0: lay this out today. If you're going to text us, hit us up on the Specs text line, 337 3776 Today, for this discussion, we need your gender and we need your race. Because I think that's going to be important here. To know exactly how complicated are we going. Because for and for you know, Jalen Rose is having the discussion. When he when he says 100 dollars do you think he's just talking to you? and the black community, or is he talking to me too? Is he telling me, hey, Chad, generic white guy I don't know, you need to be paying a hundy as well? I want to say he's just talking about the brothers,
1: (laughs) (laughs) which I have a huge problem with,
0: but who knows? I'm I'm trying to figure that out, too. He wasn't specific with it. So y'all let me know. Again, white guys out there, white guys, white girls, everybody let me know. I have not been in that world since 2011. My boy got cancer. We shaved our heads in solidarity. Then my wife said, oh, you can just leave it that way. And I said, cool, because it was easy. It was easy to do. So I have not been out there in that version for, well, that's 12 years. So please let me know. White guys, what are you paying for a basic haircut?
1: So new movie came out on Netflix called You People with Jonah Hill and Kenya Burns. He's the creator of Blackish with Anthony yes. Anderson. And yep. them. Great movie. It's funny. Go check it out. And Jonah Hill's woman in that is Lauren London. Lauren London, she's been in the limelight for around 20 years, got popular in that movie with T.I. ATL, she's new-new in that movie.
0: She's so pretty.
1: She's gorgeous. Oh, she's pretty. Yeah. In every scene, Chad, her hair is different. Really? Every single scene, <laughs> and she couldn't look better. Like, she couldn't be more attractive. Like, I felt a little guilty watching it with my wife because I was just in awe of looking at her. She just glows. But I know what she's doing with that. Is hella expensive, like crazy amounts of money. Like you're saying hundreds of dollars. Hundreds of dollars. Oof, that's tough. So you could definitely have to learn, like as a woman, you got to learn some things, you know, especially if you were a woman like Lauren London. Yeah. So right. me, like 35 a month, that's high for me. But still, I got to do it. But I, I stay clean yeah, on this.
0: 35 a month sounds like a lot to me too, but uh yeah, you gotta I guess you gotta do what you gotta do. Um should I see this movie? I saw the preview and it looked pretty good. Yeah. Is it decent? Yeah, it's really okay. good. Um I need to check that out. This says my wife wanted me to grow my hair out, so I did. I paid thirty-five bucks plus a ten dollar tip on Tuesday, because my guy is good. It did used to annoy me though that he would charge me thirty-five bucks for a buzz cut when I kept <laughs> my hair short. <laughs> <laughs> that's tough. That is funny yeah, That's tough. Uh it says It's on average for me 40 to 50 for a medium fade with tip. 40 to 50. This says barbers charging 70 have suckered the clients into thinking they're getting more than they are. Says I haven't paid for a haircut in over 20 years. I paid 15 plus tip, 50-year-old white male. See, they're right in my neighborhood. But again, last time I was there, I was going, I wanna I wanna say the base of the haircut I was getting. The last time I was getting it might have been like 18 you know something like that 18 21 somewhere in that range and then if i added the i used to like to get the cut and the shampoo shampoo for the mullet yes it was a little more the, yeah it was kind of the mullet but cuz it would the little hairs would always bug me so i just, and i just like that a little bit of pampering you know just a right. little bit a little bit of the shampoo make sure that make sure that was good Getting everything nice and clean, I'd pay a little bit more for that. This says, white male, 55, bald, haven't paid for a haircut in 20 years. Genius. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Says, I'll pay 50 to 75 for a head shave and beard trim. I'm white and 44. 50 to 75? <laughs> Yo. That'd man. be a damn good beard trim. That better be a damn good beard trim. This says, screw that. This white boy pays 20 bucks at Great Clips. Thank you.
1: See, I got jittery hands, so I'm never gonna be able to give myself my own fade or a lineup. That's a disaster just waiting to happen. Like it affected my handwriting, still does to this uh, to this day. I have horrible handwriting because I just got jittery hands. Like when something's in my uh, hand, okay, it's and I have to like yellow just shake hold. And, you know, like chopsticks and stuff, terrible.
0: So if you tried to do your own
1: hair, <laughs> it wouldn't it be good? <laughs>
0: it would not work. I would have to
1: go bald, which I know that day is going to come. I've seen my dad's hairline back when he was in his 30s, looking like George Jefferson. Uh-huh. Not good.
0: You'd end up doing like an accidental Bobby Brown and <laughs> you go off at an angle.
1: <laughs> I wish I had that. Bobby was clean back in the 80s. He
0: had to, yeah, he had it looking really cool. Come Th- on. This says, white guy, me and my two teenage boys, 150 all together. Oh, that's 50 a pop, man. I think I can do that math. See,
1: when you have kids, (laughs) they get that homemade cut. Like, I understand now, Dad. I understand now, Pop, because I wasn't working. I wasn't bringing anything to the table. I was eating up all your food. Mm. Yeah, I ain't no way you could take me to the barbershop with the gas money. I wasn't driving back then. I get it, Pop. I get it.
0: Somebody texted Hispanic highball fade and the olive spray oil. Fast Freddy's late 90s Fast Freddy's $5 highball fades. (laughs) <laughs> Some of y'all guys Start sending us pictures too Of y'all's fade. That's what I'm talking about 31 White guy Depends on what you want Sport clips Great clips Etc 25 plus tip Birds Barbershop Or higher ends uh, Higher end Starts to push to 40-50 But it's a higher end experience You get a beer A wash Etc Wait a minute There are places with a beer And a haircut that's dope. I may need to get back out there. Uh, but you can still get a reasonable cut in Austin. Okay, so most of the people are saying Jalen Rose might be a little bit overboard here. Somebody said seven ninety nine dollars with the Great Clips coupon.
1: <laughs> Boom! <laughs> we can't use the coupon every time, though. Oh,
0: that is funny, man. Jalen Rose. Yeah, that just sounds uh, – I've said it before on the shows. I believe Jalen is responsible for the popularity of the name Jalen getting out there in, in the ways that it has. He's to one of the most – that team was so popular. They were a part of culture. I don't need this part of his culture to spread to the rest of us. We do not need this part of Jalen Rose to get to all of – we don't all need to be paying 100 bucks for haircuts. Jalen,
1: you've made millions, bro. Now. Now you're making four letter network money, right? You got
0: it, bro. Just because you, you got it, just because you go to the place that Stephen A. Smith recommended, that doesn't mean we all have to do that, right? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, Stephen A. Smith, his haircut, they can't be
1: a hundred dollars. What he got working with, yeah, that's, that's a different fair. story. No, that's fair. Jalen Rose, he's cared about his hair ever since he was a little kid. Like when you go back and watch that Fab Five special at 30 for 30, one of their best ones, I mean, they're all good. Oh, they're, it's Fab so good, Fives, yeah. One of my favorite ones. They, they show a clip of the five guys when they were in college – And it was an old clip, and they're talking to him and stuff. And right when they're about to, you know, go off air, they say, anything you guys want to say? And Jalen Rose goes, hey, Detroit, shout-out Detroit, man. Shout-out to y'all. My bad. I ain't got no fade right now. Y'all know how it is. You know, we in college and stuff. I ain't really got time for that. But I'm going to be on point soon enough. And it's like, dude, you've really cared about your hair for this long. And you know, being back in those college days, even though you were getting paid, whether you were selling crack or not, you know that, we remember that story, (laughs) you still had enough to afford a haircut where some of us, let's just keep it simple, 35 is fine, maybe
0: 50, depending
1: on who you are, but
0: 100? (laughs) So he's telling me 100, that means he's tipping and he's up over, wow, that is crazy. Um, By the way, for the record, right after he said you go minimum 100, Scottie Pippen says $33.20, no tip. No (laughs) tip is what he's doing. All right, uh, before we hit this break, let's get this Chris Beard statement out. It is, uh, you can call it a media dump if you want. It is end of the week. Chris Beard, now that the charges have been dropped, decided to release a statement. And Zay, it does not take long to read. Here it is, quote, I am pleased with the announcement that the charges against me have been dismissed. While I always had faith and confidence in the truth and this outcome, it has been extremely challenging to wait patiently and not publicly respond. I'm sorry and deeply remorseful to my family, friends, all my players and staff, both most recent and past, and everyone at my alma mater, the University of Texas, including the fans and supporters who were affected by this situation. I would also like to thank all those who have reached out to express encouragement and love during this difficult time. End quote, Chris Beard. There you go. There's the statement. All right. So didn't really get into specifics. Didn't really get into what's his side of the story versus her side of the story. How did this all come about? Hey, Chris, what's going on? You know, whatever. None of that really comes up. Just a straight up, um, pleased with the result and you know, I'm sorry and deeply remorseful uh, to the people who were affected by this situation. You can dig through that as you will.
1: Yeah, all I'm taking from it is we're moving on, Chris. That's it. Now we don't have to talk about it at all anymore. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to coach maybe next season or a couple seasons after that. Somebody's going to give him an opportunity. And you know, I heard Coach Terry on B and E this morning. He was terrific, and he's just done a terrific job. All the coaches, yeah. you know, from Chappelle. You know, Donaldson, McLean, all those guys have done a hell of a job. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, again, it's just an unfortunate situation. But this team, they've done well since then, and they still have a chance to do some huge things in March.
0: Yeah, a couple of, I uh, heard a couple of those coaches on last night on Longhorn Weekly. I had a quick question for you before the break Is there going to be a moment in this season where they can just go ahead and call him the head coach, Rodney Terry? Like last night on Longhorn Weekly, Craig is sort of obligated to still say, joined by interim head coach Rodney Terry. But for the rest of the season, he's the head coach. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that there needs to be a contract discussion or no, there need to be that right now. But couldn't you just for the rest of the year say, we're going to take the interim tag off till the season's done? He's the head coach of this team. Yeah.
1: And no, excuse me, I meant... Coach Donald Wall, not Donaldson, I always mucked that up. My, my, my bad, Coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, to what you're saying, Chad, I, I would. I mean, you gave him the pay raise. Right? Like, he's doing everything that the head coach supposed to do. Like, he went down Dugganville, make sure Ron Holland's good. Yeah. He's doing a good job sealing that up. I feel like it's the same way with A.J. Johnson, too. So, yeah, I mean, there's just always that. What happens if they lose first round? What are you gonna do then?
0: Okay, but then you go from he's your he's your head coach to somebody else is your head coach. Right. I'm just wondering why you need the interim. I'm not a big fan of interims. People that have heard me talk about like in fighting, Dana White will invent interim belts. I think it's stupid. It makes no sense. Occ- occasionally, it makes sense if the champ is hurt for a long time, but he'll make them up for dumb reasons just to hand out a, uh, just to hand out a belt. In this case, I just don't know why you need the extra labeling.
1: Yeah, it's like if they make it head coach, people think, okay, he's the coach Yeah, for like the next
0: five years or so. But recruits might think that. Couldn't that help in a way? Yeah, it should. Make it feel a little more solid? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that, that, that's just a detail that may not ultimately matter. And maybe Rodney Terry doesn't care. But I just thought of him sitting there last night hearing himself introduced and he's going to be referenced over and over and over again. Here's his record as the coach, but he's the interim head coach. Okay fine. Uh, Either way, Texas and Oklahoma will be playing tomorrow afternoon if you want to get out and support them at the Moody Center. It's always fun when these two brands get together. It's Texas, it's Oklahoma, and this is a dangerous Oklahoma team. Coming up, the Right Call segment with Zay. He'll break it all down for you just in case you weren't watching when Oklahoma did that to Alabama or you weren't watching when Oklahoma did that to K-State. Zay will tell you why this team is so dangerous and why Texas has to watch out. Coming up at 12.45 in the crap bag, I'll tell you about I may have found my XFL team. I may have found them. I may be a San Antonio fan for the first time in my life. I'll tell you about a couple Brahmas that I'm going to be watching over the weekend, plus the one rule, the one XFL rule I think the NFL should adopt immediately. That is coming up. Stay with us on this Friday. It's the Horn. (laughs) Talking about wine is fine, but whiskey's quicker. Suicide is slow with liquor. Ozzy Osbourne and Suicide Solution off the solo album, the first solo record. I should look. I should have made you listen to Blizzard of Oz. You might enjoy that
1: record. I would definitely enjoy this, Ozzy yeah. Osbourne. You know it's dangerous when you
0: pull it up on YouTube.
1: And they ask you, "Are you sure you want to play this?"
0: <laughs> oh my God! This is one of those one of the many songs Ozzy got in trouble for. It's called "Suicide Solution," I'm freaking everybody out. Yeah, Ozzy talking about uh, one of his many battles that he's been through, but his battle with alcohol was whew, legendary. "Suicide Solution," and I can't remember. I don't think this one was about Charles Manson. He had a couple that were referenced that were supposedly a reference to Manson. I can't remember if this was one of those, but Were they boys or something? No, no, they were boys, but Ozzy was, you know, kind of Fascinated with sort of you know darker stories and ah. more sinister stuff. He did a song called Mister Crowley about Alistair Crowley, who was associated with the Satanic Church back in the day to freak the parents out, and it worked perfectly. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne getting us started today. I have not heard Suicide Solution in a while. That's the fantastic.
1: Godfather of reality TV.
0: Yes, and that's that's a perfect way to say it. For many people in, for somebody in your age group. I totally get why you would say that. And that's where a lot of people first saw him and first heard him. Yeah. And that's uh such a bad show. Well, that's it, it was so bad it was great. Like that's yeah. what that's what reality TV can be. They were the very first attempt at Wait a minute. What if we don't use reality TV to make nobodies into somebodys? What if we show them somebodys just doing normal crap? People loved it. Yeah. I watched that whole first and second season Go religiously. Three. Because I was already an Ozzy fan, right? So I, I just, for some reason, was like, "Oh, look, Ozzy can't figure out the remote like we watched." show and the kids were help. terrible. Can you
1: help me, oh, God? Can oh. you help me?
0: And Jack and what's uh, what's the daughter's name? Kelly. Kelly. Ah, oh, they were just uh, you know awful kids in certain ways and great kids in other ways, and you just like you got locked in. It was great, but some of the best live shows I've ever seen, Ozzy osborne he put out an album this year that got a grammy he sure did huh he won a grammy this year that's impressive it is impressive it should also put the rest of the metal and rock world on notice if ozzy's winning grammys in 2023 y'all need to step your game up but that's a whole nother discussion all right so ozzy gets us started musically today we're getting people's thoughts on the haircuts and zay we're basically around 35 to 50 bucks i think on men's haircuts today to go to this jalen rose discussion Okay. Um, I think that's kind of about where this has been. Uh, we're getting different thoughts in from uh, multiple folks today on what they're paying. We've had somebody telling us basically, like, if you do like a, you know, uh, sport clips, super cuts, uh, cost cutters kind of thing, 30 35 $15 for the beard trim if you add that. And then somebody pointing out they'll do Spa Dash. Where the stylist will come to the house. You've heard Craig Way and others talk about that. Uh, that ends up, that may get up to like a 75 including tip. Because again, they're coming to the house. That's, that's true. That's you, different. You are paying for that convenience and you're saying, hey, my time is very, very valuable here. I'll pay a little more. You got you come to me, cut and go. So I kind of get that, but that's not even 100. Come on, Jalen. <laughs> come on, Jalen. Jalen Rose says minimum of $100 for people at the barbershop. Uh, He is going to some expensive barbers. All right, uh, we got a lot of stuff to get into today. Coming up at 1, the NFL has an idea for a rule change that I'm not sure if it needs to be changed. Coming up at 1245 in the crap bag, I'll tell you a rule I think they should change, and the XFL has already given them the idea. Y'all need to watch this for this XFL season and tell me if you agree. But right now, let's get a right call for you. Every day before we get into a Texas basketball game, Zay's got the right call segment for you. Longhorns and Sooners. Texas needs this win, Zay. Here we go. Appreciate
1: it, Chad. The right call segment brought to you by Syntex Tickets. Go to SyntexTickets.com for your concert standard stand-up, theater, sports tickets, and everything, etc. With that, SyntexTickets.com. You hear Bucky gobble all the time. Hey, Shelby, get them to me. Get them to me quick. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one tomorrow. I know Oklahoma's at the bottom of the Big 12, but like you said before we went to break, Chad, beating Alabama by damn near 30, then mm. turn around beating Kansas State around about 15. They're a scary squad, and Porter Mosier, I think he's finally found a lineup that he really enjoys. You know, I said earlier in the year when Texas played them, which the last time I played them, it was only a two-point win for the Horns up there in Norman. But Porter Mosier, his starting five is tough. Offensively and defensively, Jalen Hill, around six seven, he could do a lot with the ball. Now we're only seeing one Groves brother, but it's the bearded one. You know, he's he's tough. <laughs> the and, bearded yeah, Groves brother. Yeah, he looks like a lumberjack. Like he looks like he's gonna go and he'll hit a couple of threes on you. Then afterwards, he's gonna go chop wood somewhere. Like what, he, what do you think
0: he pays for the beard trim in Norman? Uh, Three seventy five. Yeah, probably about five dollars. <laughs> Plus tip. Yeah, Yeah, and they probably do a pretty decent job. (laughs) But, yeah, he he could really
1: go – You know who's really came along? Uzan, number twelve. Miles Uzan. He's Mm -hmm. come along for him. He's hit some really big shots, especially in that Kansas State game. But at the end of the day, it starts with number twenty five, Grant Sheffield. You know, he's averaging around 17 a game, had 30 against Alabama, had twenty two against Kansas State. He Mm -hmm. has any shot he's allowed to take, Porter Moser will let him take. And he has the green light. He'll shoot it at random times that you're not expecting to. Kind of like an NBA style game he might not make it to the pro level but he has that type of shot selection where he'll shoot a lot of pull-up jumpers on fast breaks he's gonna shoot a three instead of driving in for a layup and he could give you trouble especially if he's hitting his fadeaway and going off early so now they're starting um you know Atua Oa, number three, he's going to be on Timmy Allen most likely. He did a terrific job on Keontae Johnson, just only allowing uh, 14 points out of him, 39 minutes for Keontae Johnson against Kansas State a couple of nights ago. So, they're playing for their March Madness lives. They're desperate. They know it's a rival game. They're trying to avenge that game that they lost to in Norman against the Horns. And, you know, the Horns, they're trying to bounce back from a very tough Texas Tech loss. I mean, Timmy Allen he can't go for two points that can never happen if he goes for two points then Texas is gonna struggle now they've had games where he didn't score that much but Serge Barry Rice if Timmy Allen's gonna go for two he can't go for eight you know what I'm saying and they both have to be there they both have to be there or at least one or the other if both aren't there, then Texas is in some serious trouble. We know Marcus Carr is going to get his. He's done a terrific job this season creating his own shot and just making life easy for everybody else. Brock Cunningham, we know he's coming back for a sixth season, which is bonkers. But You go, Brock. Go ahead, dog. Come on, baby. Yeah, go ahead. We know that he could come in and hit some big shots, but at the end of the day, Timmy Allen has to be big, and Tyrese Hunter just – you gotta keep him coming along, man. We just you're just gonna need him uh, at the end of the day. We've been struggling, but he plays thirty something minutes, and with how good the guards are in the Big Twelve, you just gotta give him a little bit more. Coach Terry's been trying to get him out these slumps. He's playing them at the end of blowouts. We saw that against West Virginia at the beginning of games. He'll run the first place. Uh, the first play for Tyrese Hunter mm-hmm. and, you know, try to set him up and sometimes that fails, but y- 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 you see Coach Terry and his coaching staff trying to do everything they can to get him out the slump, and I love what Coach Terry said this morning on Bucky and Aaron during their interview. He just tries to stay positive with Tyrese, like, focused on mm. the things that he's doing well, you know, some of his assists or, you know, his defense at times, just anything positive, and we also do forget with so many upperclass so many fifth-year, sixth-year seniors, guys that are 23, 24 years old, about to get off their parents' health care plan. Tyrese Hunter is only a sophomore. Mm. You yeah, know, He's still true. a re- really young player. It's just there's so much expectation he came in with coming from Ames, being Big 12 freshman of the year. It just hasn't carried on like we thought it would. Now, would Marcus Carr be doing what Marcus Carr is doing if Tyrese Hunter wasn't here? I don't think he would be. So we got to give Tyrese Hunter some credit there. It definitely allows yeah. Marcus Carr. He's helping that situation. He's helping that situation. Yeah. He's helping the Serge Barry Rice situation. I know he's helping guys like Arterio Morris just, you know, he, he, and he's not pouting. He's not bitching. He's still engaged. He's still locked in. He still has, you know, a good attitude about it, especially when they win. He's still being a good teammate. So that's good there. But, man, if you want to win a national championship, which we saw Purdue go down again last night, I'm going to keep telling y'all it's wide open. Anybody yeah. can win it. The top yeah. fifteen teams, anybody has a chance. Tony Bennett's team in Virginia, of course, they can win it. They've won it before. He's a great coach. Right. Like UCLA, we don't watch them as much because they're in the Pac-12 and they have those late-ass games. But Jaime Haquez and Tiger, Tiger Campbell, those guys have been there a long time. They're right there in the mix of it. Kelvin Sampson, they do a good job there, but not. There's nobody that's separating you like you saw with Baylor a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. You know that, yep. or uh, the way. Gonzaga's been in recent years they're not Mark Few's team isn't that same team that you think okay they're definitely going to have a clear path to the Final Four they might not even win the WCC because St. Mary's is out there hooping so it's it's anybody's chip to win and Texas you know it starts again tomorrow because this is the easiest game that you have on this five game to end the season streak
0: so, real quick before we hit the break, you talked about Timmy Allen in that last game against Tech and how difficult it was for him to get going in the mid range where he likes to be against Oklahoma. Is that mid range open for him? Should we look for Timmy Allen to get back to that where they're getting him those mid range shots early?
1: I mean, he just has to be more aggressive. You know, I don't think he was aggressive enough against Texas Tech, you know, just...
0: Because I love possessions for them where he's cutting through that lane, where he's touching the ball. You talked about where he's touching the ball and either getting it back out or ultimately driving the ball to the basket. I think he's just, he can help unlock a lot of things for that offense.
1: One thing that he's best at is when he gets the rebound, defensive rebound, he pushes the ball up himself. Yeah. And starts creating for himself and others and he's getting to the lane and shooting that fadeaway. That's when he's at his best. But yeah, he has to do a good job playing off ball, cutting, you know, back doors, cutting off of dribble handoffs and dribble loops like that. And when he catches in that mid range, just don't think about it. Go straight up for the jump shot that you're so comfortable
0: of shooting. I think for anybody that's listening that's a Texas fan, you gotta respect this OU team for three reasons. Forget their overall record. You know you only beat them by one in Norman if they could have gotten that one it they would have beaten number 6 uh number 6 team there they played Alabama and beat them 93-69 and they beat Kansas State by 14 but all that was in Norman So let's see what they look like on the road. They did get a win in overtime at Tech, uh, but they've they've obviously lost road games, lost at Kansas, at TCU, at Oklahoma State. Longhorns need to make it at Texas as well. Uh, 1 o'clock start tomorrow, 12.30 pregame. Of course, it's right here on the horn for you. Also, warning, warning, it's an ESPN Plus game tomorrow. (sighs) So y'all better get your stream game figured out. Uh, The good news is it's real easy to sync up that sound with the streaming. It's easy to sync it up with Craig, have Craig on, calling the game, and you can be watching. But you got to have that streaming set up. So if you're on the older side and you're a non-streaming person, find somebody that is. You may need to grab an ESPN Plus password for tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I'm used to it at this point.
0: Yeah, no, I think more and more people are getting used to this idea. And there are a lot of advantages to it. If you like certain sports and certain things, ESPN Plus is great. And I would tell you, if you're a Longhorn fan, as you're going to head into the SEC the next year or so, you're going to need it.
1: Remember, Horns, right now you're tied first place uh, with Kansas and Baylor. Those two teams play tomorrow. That's right. So one of those teams is going to get bumped back to third place depending on if Texas wins. Hopefully – both teams don't lose tomorrow. Hopefully Texas doesn't lose tomorrow and gets bumped back in the tie for second, but yeah, you have opportunities in this
0: conference and these next five games are huge. Good point, good point. All right, coming up the NFL, the rule change they may make at 1 o'clock. Up next in the crap bag, I'll tell you about XFL San Antonio style the quarterback tight end combo that I may be able to finally root for plus a couple other names that I recognized including if you're a Texas or Texas Tech fan A couple of your former players are on this team. We'll tell you about them next on The Horn. Work where you can make a difference. Oh, my God, what a video. It's your that you be Such a sexy performance here. All right, Zay, so the artist, I believe, is Scandal. That's right. The song is The Warrior. Her name is Patty Smythe. Do you know who she's married to? Do you know what legendary athlete she's married to? It's a good little trivia question for you. They are currently married. No. John McEnroe, the tennis star. Now tennis, you know, legend. I'm not going to lie. Analyst. Dave,
1: our terrific technician, he's sitting right next to me. He told me, but I uh, didn't know. You didn't want to cheat. I didn't know. I didn't want to cheat.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Yes, she and John are still married. John married uh, Tatum O'Neill, the actress, way back in the day. But he and Patty have been together forever. Long, long time. Great song. Great video. Scandal and Ozzy getting us started today. Love that. Well done. A um, lot of good, uh, there's always musical discussions on this show We will get into um, some musical stuff today from time to time If you missed our segment yesterday, our album swap Where I talked about the Method Man record And Zay talked about the Guns N' Roses record Check it out on the YouTube page If you want to subscribe to our YouTube page YouTube.com slash Austin. We thank you for getting us up over 700 subscribers I'm going to check that number right now 725, thank you so much That is where we are right now As we're heading towards 800 subscribers If you'd like to help us get there We do appreciate it Um, All right, let's get into a little crap bag here I want to talk some XFL I think there's a rule change the NFL needs to look at And I may have found a team to root for Chad's
1: crap bag Crap bag If you need an easy way to remember it Just think of a bag of
0: crap Brought to you by AV Consultations 255-8678 Or avconsultations.com I admit it there are just things that make me feel like a little kid. I'm 48 years old, and there's a list of things that just make me feel like a kid. Two of One of them I'm going to do today, and the other I'm going to do over the weekend. One of them is going to see superhero movies. I'm going to go see Ant-Man today. It's just one of my little guilty pleasures. I is love it. Is this the third it. one? This is the third Ant-Man. Okay. Correct. And wow. I've enjoyed both of the other two. And... Spring football gets me excited. Oh wow! Because when I was a little kid, the first USFL really g- grabbed a hold of me, and then I supported the first XFL, and I'm su- I love supporting the opportunities of these players. I do like trying to learn about new teams and uh, new helmets and all that stuff. So XFL, I've been looking at these first two, the Dallas and the Houston teams, but the Dallas one's pissing me off because they call they're called Arlington. It's Bob Stoops coaching. I am a Dallas-area kid, so i got to give them a chance, but I don't know if I can lock in on them, Zay. I really don't. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to root for them. But now, there's a team in San Antonio. Last time San Antonio had a spring team, they got 30,000 people to show up to games. You realize that? What? The San Antonio commanders of the AAF, I believe it was, they got 31,000 in the Alamo Dome for one game. The two places that really got attention was them, and then when the first act, the second XFL came along – St. Louis, who now has a team again, they got like twenty-five 000 to thirty thousand at a game. Fans got excited. So now this is the San Antonio Brahmas, kind of a reference to The Rock, I think, because he was the Brahma, Brahma you know, the Brahma Bull yeah. when he was in WWE. But it's a cool logo, and it's got like a black and yellow kind of vibe. And ironically, it's a former Steeler that's their coach, Heinz Ward. So I'm interested, kind of in this, in this team and who they are, and at least I recognize one quarterback this time, Zay. Jack Cone, the guy that was at Notre Dame, the guy that was at Wisconsin. At least I know his name. Now, is he awesome? Eh, Probably not. But at least I know the name. Also, everybody remember the tight end out of Notre Dame, Alizé Mack from a couple years ago? Love that guy. But I can't root for him when he's at Notre Dame. Might be able to root for him in San Antonio. Alizé Mack is on the team. Texas Tech fans. Remember the name T.J. Vasher? Big, tall receiver. I can't remember that name. T.J. Vasher. Yeah. He's a San Antonio guy. Texas fans, linebacker Ben Davis? All right. Remember that name? He's a San Antonio guy. And how about Arizona State running back Kalen Balaj? Remember him? Had a little time with the Dolphins? Kalen's trying to get back up to the pros. He's a running back for San Antonio. Other quarterbacks are Jawan Pass from Prairie View, who I remember in the Combine discussion a little bit, and then Reed Sennett from... Uh, San Diego so those other two guys I'm not sure if they're going to play I think it's going to be Jack Cohn for San Antonio I'm kind of interested in that team they will play on Sunday St. Louis at San Antonio two o'clock ABC both Arlington and Houston play tomorrow so I am excited about XFL the one of the main reasons Zay in addition to the opportunity for players because I want to see a Kavante Turpin I want to see one of those stories You know, uh, he hate me. Everybody likes to talk about he hate me in the XFL. That was, uh, what was his name, Rod Smart? Yeah, Keith Smart was Indiana basketball. Rod Smart was he hate me. He played in a Super Bowl later. He went to the Panthers, he became a return guy, and he was in a Super Bowl when they lost to the Patriots. Huh? So he got an opportunity. That's what I love about these leagues. But I also love the rule change possibilities. They've been throwing out a couple ideas in these spring leagues that I dig. I dig the... Onside kick option thing. That 4th and 15 from the 25, man, do I want that to catch on. I love that idea. I want it in college ball. I want it in the NFL. we got to stop this onside kick mess when they've got the percentages down to like 8% they get covered. 4th and 15 from the, your own 25, I can involve the quarterback again, Zay, and all your skill guys? Why can't we do that? Yeah, that's fun. I love that rule. But here's the rule they need to grab. If you watch nothing else this this weekend about the XFL, just watch the kickoff because they have figured it out. I call it the flash mob kickoff where if you've ever seen a flash mob, everybody's frozen, and then they start doing something. The kicking team, the kicker is, always, is where he always is. But his team, his guys, are on the opposite 35-yard line. The return team is on the opposite 30-yard line. So they're only five yards apart. The returner is obviously beyond that. And nobody moves until the returner catches the ball. In XFL 2020, they were returning like 92% of kicks. And it looks so much safer. You're not having the 40, 50-yard sprint into a car crash. You're having blocking going on, and you're having more kicks advanced. Y'all just watch that kick return and tell me you wouldn't take that in the NFL and college ball. I'd take it tomorrow. I love the idea. Watch their kickoffs. You tell me if you like the idea this weekend.
1: Yeah, we know how stubborn the NFL is, and we're going to talk about it in the next hour yep. world that they're trying to get rid of. So I doubt it. I do too. It's so hard to go against old school thinking, especially the very, very old school that we're talking about Yeah, and the guys that... Oh, back in my day, boy, when we saw Lombardi right. and stuff, and yeah, those those guys—they're gonna not want these things. But you know, I, I'm, I'm me- gonna
0: I- see it. You know, I met Red Grange. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I just think they always need to be looking for that stuff. Look for the new rules. Here's another one for you, as a football fan. You dig college ball. You dig the NFL. Do you like the idea of multiple options for a conversion? Because XFL's doing a one-point, a two-point, and a three-point option. Is that too silly, or is that something you think could kind of catch on?
1: That's a little much for me. That's a little much? That's a little
0: much. You want to stick with one or two? Yes. Okay. Because they go one point from the – is it one point from the five, like two points from the ten, three points from the fifteen? So, so there's no field goal, And that's, I think that's true, too. And that was true of the first XFL. No extra points. Field goals, I think you can do, but no extra points. No extra points. points. Correct. You aren't allowed to kick an extra point. So technically, a one-score game in the XFL is nine points, not eight points. If you want to get technical. And you know I love to get technical. Yeah, you do. I get way too excited about spring football. I admit it. I admit it. I'm going to be checking it out, though. Uh, and if you want to go to these games, again, three options in the state of Texas. Ticket prices are really low. Cowboys are at the uh, – Cowboys. The, the the Arlington team is at the Old Rangers uh, ballpark. The Choctaw outdoor deal. Um, and uh, San Antonio is at the Alamo Dome, weather-controlled. Houston is at the University of Houston Stadium, which would be outdoors. So if you want to go weather-controlled, go to the Alamo Dome. Dome. It's an hour and a half away. Go see them. It's not too hot. Yeah. Right no, now. It's not fine. too bad. It's about to be 30. Yeah. 32. Spring weather. No problem. Uh, so the XFL will crank up this weekend. I don't know if I've gotten anybody interested. I don't think I've gotten Zay anymore interested, but who knows? If you need something to peek in on, there will be football this week. There's a lot going on this weekend. That there's it's Daytona weekend. It's All-Star weekend in the NBA. You've obviously got um, you know, got the the college baseball cranking up we as we that we mentioned there's just there's a line basketball's already already going
1: will they let josh gordon smoke a joint on the field if mm. they do that I'm watching.
0: Then you're in. I am in. How about this? I can almost guarantee you he will have smoked something within like two hours. Nah,
1: nah, I no. Nah,
0: nah, I need to see a little puff, puff pass
1: rotation wise while we're looking at the playbook and coaches watching. I'm trying to see. Hey, hey coach, what route are you trying to give me in the route? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but- yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, I got you, coach. Thank
0: you. But by-, by the way, for you. And all those other prospective Sea Dragon fans, they're the late game on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Primetime Sunday. Seattle at Washington, or at DC. the D, They're going to be at Washington, DC. And I believe that is Ben Danucci possibly throwing to your guy, Josh Gordon. That's what I'm talking about. There you go. XFL this weekend. All right. Coming up, the NFL has a rule change they may want to look at. And Cowboys fans, old school Cowboys fans, I'm going to warn you now. Number 11. Can't stop on social media. We'll tell you what the last, latest thing he's done is next on the horn.